This message is brought to you by danmolerarchive.com, the number one place to search over 2,500 Dan Moeller messages and growing. Now, please enjoy this message. Anybody else have a question? I know I'm getting a little late here. We'll shut down. Sir, I'll take like, well, we'll see how long my answer is. Walking in the fullness and in the joy of the Lord, how do you articulate the burden of the Lord when as a believer we see the corruption, the moral depravity that surrounds us, mm-hmm. and how can the Holy, how can we yield to the Spirit to cry out against, cry out to God because of what we see in the land that is ungodly. Okay. And also be led of the Lord to cry out and take a stand mm-hmm. against wickedness. Right. And still retain the joy of the Lord so that right. His joy permeates. Here's the deal. You trying to set a person straight that's living in the arena. He's saying, how can we look around, see lawlessness, see depravity, see the state of some of the things that are going on in the world and maintain a joy and expression of that and still at the same time carry the burden of the Lord and cry out for them to be saved and not moved by the whole thing. Your answer's right in your question. It's the whole reason you and I ought to all live in total character and total transformation so that people first have a living example in front of them, not just a doctrine. A lot of us are telling people they need to knock it off. Hey, the Lord's not pleased with that. Hey, you shouldn't be doing that. Hey, you know you shouldn't be sleeping together. It's one thing to tell people what they should and shouldn't do. It's another thing to live a transformed life and what you've become, right? So the burden of the Lord in that situation is any way your life can sow into the lives of others. I've been around in work situations with gay and lesbian people. I've been around a lot of hot topic stuff in my life and the people start to see my consistency, my 24-7 attitude in life, and it actually draws them to me. It actually gives me a voice into certain situations without me getting the bullhorn, so to speak, and preaching out against it. To where all of a sudden you can teach people who they are and who they're created to be, and it begins to separate them from this contrary desire. I never tell people you shouldn't do that. I tell them you're more than that. Parents, here's a good little tip and tool if you'll take it. Don't correct your children in frustration because you're at wit's end and they pushed you too far. Stop that, please. Don't ever touch your children that way because all you're teaching them is that you have an end and they can frustrate you and they're a frustration to you. Don't say, Billy, just, just, get, just knock it off. Billy, Billy, just get to your room. But, but mom, but dad, just stop it. Just get to your room, Billy. If I told you once, I told you a hundred, just get to your room. Please don't do that to your children. You sit Billy down and you teach Billy what it means to be in a family. You teach Billy what it means to participate. You teach Billy that he's so much more than what he's doing. That his value is way higher than his expression right now. And you teach Billy that if there's any consequences to his actions that it's because you're trying to teach him that if he keeps living from this place, it's gonna bring great pain into his life. Are you with me? That's how you parent your children in a nutshell. Not because you're frustrated, because you know they're more. It's a big deal. And heaven goes with that kind of discipline. And Holy Spirit goes with your words. When you're just frustrated, you can be a Christian, be an elder on a board and whatever, but when you're frustrated, I promise you, Holy Spirit's not going with your words. 
just telling you. So, yeah. Did I help a little bit? No? Watch, when you see this stuff, it's, it should call us into a higher expression of integrity and of love. It, it, it's not a burden in the sense of, oh God, you know, you know, I can't believe they're doing this. Da, da, da. Father, I thank you. Like, okay, so, so in cities, you get the sneakers. It used to be, I don't know if it is anymore. It used to be a sign of gangs, sneakers, certain sneakers on certain places, and there's boundaries, and they throw them over the wires and, and things, and, 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 and then there's writings and certain symbols. So then what, the, what churches do is they go, oh my goodness, did you see the new, Channel 8 news last night? Did you see NBC or CBS? There, there, there's gang activity in our town. We need to call a prayer meeting. So then we come together and we call a prayer meeting and it's always trouble-based. It's because of a problem. And rarely do you hear something like this in that prayer meeting. Father, these young men are so much more than they understand. God, they've been robbed by things in life and things have happened to them that have constrained them and pottered them and made them. Father, I pray for ways to reach out, for ways that you would witness even through us. And God, we pray for the redemption of these men's lives. That sure beats, would you get them out of this town? Because they're just going to go to another town. You say, well, then they need to pray them on. No. You got you to gotta, you gotta love your city to have authority to pray for it. You don't pray for your city because it's full of problems. You pray for your city because it's full of destiny. There's a difference. One has faith and one is ruled by the facts in the flesh. It's just true. I've seen people that are intercessors get caught up in it and they get caught up in the heart of sin and the pain and in time interceding, their hearts actually shift and they actually get angry, self-righteous and judgmental and don't even see it happening until you bring it up. I've watched it in intercessors and they're sure they're doing the work of the Lord. And they're saying, the, the pastor will cut off worship just a little bit early, they think, because they've been praying for this service all week. And now the pastor steps up and shuts down and they go, Holy Spirit was just about to move. And then they sit in their living room all day and cry, all day, and say, Holy Spirit's grieving. No, you are being deceived. He did not cry all day and all afternoon because pastor cut off the worship a little early. Stop, he's way bigger than that. That's you with failed expectations. Just stop. <laughs> I've had to pastor this thing so much over the years. And I will. I'll tell them that. Holy Spirit, that is not Holy Spirit grieving in you for seven hours. Because there's no answer. There's no redemption. There's just sadness and, whoa, bad pastor. So all of a sudden, the pastor, after a while, is controlling. He's religious. He doesn't follow the Spirit. And that's why you're in a church down the road. And six months later, that pastor has issues. And now you're in a church on the other side of town. And next thing you know, well, all these churches are full of control. No, you might need to sit down and get a grip. Because even if they got their little issues, why are you being decided by what they're not? Are you hearing me? Come on, I've been around all this stuff. Intercessors run a real risk of that stuff because they get to believing. And I, I have led intercession for, for years. I had a thing of intercession come on me for a period I won't get into. So I understand a little bit about that vein. So I had a voice in it in my church because people saw that I was a man of prayer. But intercessors run a tight line where they, they start believing nothing happens if it wasn't for them. 
It's just risky place. It's a da- it's, that's a dangerous place. Stay out of that place. And if you pray for your city, it's because you love her and she has a destiny, not because she's full of problems. <laughs> Make sense? If you enjoyed this message, please visit danmolerarchive.com to find over 2,500 more messages from Dan, all organized by category, playlist, and search. Enjoy. Enjoy.